Breaking through the impossible in prayer. Prayer seems to be answered to the degree we ask. We can either live in a hazy distance from God in prayer, where we'll only hear Him in a limited way, or we can draw deep into God's presence face to face. If we do this, we will know that He hears us and we will be able to hear him clearly. As we then obey him and do what he tells us, the Lord himself confirms what he has told us to do with his signs and wonders following. And we will find ourselves breaking through the impossible with him. I believe God has allowed evil to stare the world teach us how to pray and how to take authority through spiritual warfare and to prepare us for, for the future where one day we will rule with Christ for all eternity. Revelation 3.21 says, To he that overcometh I will grant to sit with me on my throne even as I also overcame and sat down on my father on his throne. Matthew 16, 18 to 20 says, And I say also unto you that you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Luke ten nineteen, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. John 20, 21 to 23. Then Jesus said to them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Ghost. And whatever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. Then John 14, verse 13. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that I will do, that my Father may be glorified in the Son, if you shall ask anything in my name. John 15, verse 7 says, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, then shall you ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Now these are amazing verses. God has intended us to pray so that he can answer. He wants us to have the victory over all evil. And God will give us a victory when we pray because this is his will. In prayer, 
God will train us how to get victory in spiritual warfare and how to overcome evil. He will teach us how to live in prayer and then he can use us to change the lives of others. John Wesley once said, God will do nothing but an answer to prayer. S.D. Gordon said, The greatest thing anyone can do for God is to pray. You can do more than pray after you have prayed. But you cannot do more than pray until you, after you have prayed. Prayer is striking the winning blow. Service is gathering up the results. The more praying there is in the world, the better the world would be. For answered prayer is far stronger than the forces of evil. Prayer should therefore be the most important part of every day. Alexander McLaren said, Much prayer for the cause by those at, her, at the home base means more power released on the field. And weakness in the home base means weakness in the field. And this is so true. I have had to learn to pray. Now I can tell you uh, one story was when there was no food to feed the orphans in Zambia. We were struggling to collect money to send them. And we needed to uh, supply a staple diet of maize or a similar field. And we needed a lot more land. And the Lord said to me, Tell David the orphanage farmer to ask the chief to give the orphanage 20, 125 acres of land. And I immediately phoned David and told him what God had told me. David went to the chief and the chief said yes and gave the orphanage 125 acres of land. This was to feed uh, 2,000 orphans. David then ploughed up the land and planted the maize and it grew well. But in the January, I got a worried phone call from David. He said millions of caterpillars have eaten up half the maize crop. What should I do? I said, who gave us the land? The Lord, he replied, through the chief. Then I answered, go down to the land and command the caterpillars die in Jesus' name. David obeyed and did the job. Next day he went to inspect the land and found every caterpillar was dead. He replowed the land and replanted more seeds and had an excellent harvest. So the orphans had food for the next six months which meant that we could then gather the rest needed for food. 
This is the sort of thing God does, and that was a miracle. Towards the end of the year, David asked for more money to buy seeds because the hybrid seeds could not be replanted as they only do one crop. And this sent us back to prayer and Joy in New Zealand discovered a place up in North Zambia where the wise chiefs would not allow the people to buy hybrid seeds, only traditional seeds that does not need fertilizer that can be replanted every year. So we sent David up country to buy the seeds. And instead of feeding this valuable replantable maize to the orphans, we swapped it with the local farmers for planting in exchange for hybrid maize for eating. And this enabled the whole community to return to planting the old type of traditional replantable seeds so that a percentage of the maize can be kept back to plant for the following year and the balance can be eating. This brought the whole community back to the way God designed it in the first place and to save our ministry and all the farmers so much money in buying new seeds every year. So my advice is don't plant hybrid seeds. Get traditional seeds that you can replant and save yourself lots of money. From heaven's point of view, all spiritual victories are won in prayer. This will always cause the victories in the practical realm. So many people ask, how do I even approach God, let alone get into his presence? And I'd like to spend some time on this. It's very important that we approach God as God. He is God. He created the heavens and the universe and the earth. So basically, God showed me to build a prayer tabernacle after the pattern he gave Moses in the wilderness because this pattern God gave Moses in the wilderness gives you the pattern of worship. Now there are three areas in the tabernacle. There's the first section which deals with the sin in the flesh, that's called the outer court. There's a golden room that deals with the soul. And there is a holy of holies that deals with the spirit. Because we are three in one. And we need to worship God with our whole being. So the outer court the first two levels of prayer is repentance and thanksgiving. So the first thing we need to do when we come into prayer is make sure there's no sin in our lives. So we ask the Holy Spirit to search our beings for any sin and we say, Lord, please forgive me where I have sinned against you in known sin 
or an unknown sin. Please forgive me any sin I've done and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And then we thank him. Now this cleanses us and prepares us to enter the next area, the holy place. In the holy place, God will deal with our will, our mind and our intellect and our emotions. Because we need to give all our being to God. In the area of the will, if we are doing God's will, we are not going to sin. It's when we go our own way, we fall into sin. Oh, I'm angry with that person. I'm going to get back. I'm going to teach that person a lesson. And then we sin. Oh, I want that. Why should that lady have all that? She won't mind if I steal a few of her crops. And you steal. That's not God's will. So instead, we have to say, Lord, what is your will? And the Lord will say, do not get back at that person. Do not steal for this is sin. I will show you how to do it my way. My way is to forgive that person. My way is to dig up some of your garden and plant your own maize and I will bless your maize. God's will is living in righteousness. And so you say, yes, Lord, I want to do your will. Because your will is the right way. My will was not the right way. It's not what I want, but what you want in this situation. Help me to walk in righteousness. And then he deals with our mind. What we think. Or do we ask God what he thinks? When we ask God what his, he thinks, his way of thinking is far higher than our way of thinking. When we say, Lord, I'm struggling for food. What do you think about the situation? Lord, give me your thoughts on how to solve this problem. You'll be amazed how the Lord will put into your mind the place to go to for a job or a good plan how to make some income out of the piece of land that you might have or a talent that you may have. And you can go forward and do it. And then you go to the next place, the altar of incense, where he deals with your emotions. Oh, Lord, I'm tired. I want to go and lie down. 
And the Lord says, think what I feel about the situation. How are your crops going to grow if you are going to lie down on your bed? Ask for strength. I will give you strength to go and weed your crops and water them and make sure they grow nicely. I will show you how to make good compost to put on your crops that they grow faster and better. It's not always what we feel, but what God feels. God will say, yes, you need to help your child with her homework here. She is struggling here. And the Lord will show you how to make life better for yourself and your family and for others. You're then ready to go into the Holy of Holies. You've come through the next three levels of prayer in the inner court is praise. Praise God. He hears your prayers. Praise Him for who He is. Adore Him and worship Him. And then you come into the spirit realm, the Holy of Holies, where there are three final levels of worship. Worship in the spirit, where you can then enjoy God. The hard work prayer is over. You can enjoy God's glorious presence, his peace and his love. And as you rest in prayer, your busy mind settles till you can hear God's still small voice and you enter fellowship where you can discuss the issues of the day, what God's next orders are for you. He always gives good orders to help someone or to do a better job for yourself. He will show you how to do it. He will give you instructions. And as he gives you instructions, we move on into revelation when the Father speaks. And we can write these things down if you can't remember them. And then as we come out of prayer, knowing you have met with a living God, you then need to obey what God has told you to do and as you obey him exactly as he has told you God himself will confirm what he has told you to do with answered prayer and signs and wonders and great victory and success and I tell you this, there's no better way to live your life than this way. I have learned to live life this way and God has blessed my life so much. He has done more than I could ever think or imagine. Not only in the ministry I run for him, but he has blessed the fruit of our hands. He has blessed our crops. He has blessed our fruit trees. He has blessed our berry trees. He has blessed us with good vegetables. He has blessed our business. He has blessed us with good profit. We are able to build yet another dwelling. 
and then rent it out for more income. This is what God has done in my life. And God wants to bless you in the same way in your life. Why must we suffer in poverty by going our own way and making our own mistakes when we can come to God and find his way of doing things and then we do it his way and we suddenly find ourselves coming out of want into his blessings and we will see the answers to our prayers. I can tell you, you can break through the impossible with Christ when we learn to pray and we see God answer our prayers. And if you've not yet received Jesus as Lord and Savior, I would like you to say the simple prayer. Prayer of commitment. Lord Jesus, I come to you now. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I choose to follow you in truth and righteousness. I want to live my life your way. I want to see you answer my prayers. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now you need to learn to pray and see God's answers. Buy yourself a Bible and read it every day because the Bible will teach you everything you need to live a successful life in wisdom and God's way. And find yourself a Bible-believing church and arrange to get baptized in water with your pastor because God tells you to do that. Tell others what you have done. And God bless you so greatly. And I will now pass back to our host. God bless.